Strange Tales. RelicRadio.com presents tales of the strange and bizarre, the weird and the wicked. Stories not necessarily of the supernatural, but of the unnatural. Join us now for Strange Tales, featuring radio drama at its most mysterious and unusual. is Strange Tales. Welcome back. Thanks for joining me this Sunday. We're going to hear from Nightfall this week. The CBC series that produced 107 episodes between July of 1980 and June of 1983. The stuff's a little newer than what we normally play and there might be some language that's not little kid appropriate, though with what's on TV these days, I don't even know if that's true anymore. Either way, there's a little bit of cussing. The episode is titled A Shortwave Goodbye. This one aired January 9th, 1981. we have an especially dyspeptic program for you. It deals with failures in human communication, and its resolution is more than merely irrevocable. The play by George R. Robertson is called A Short Wave Goodbye. Fantastic. Oh, Harvey Beasley, you're a genius. (laughs) It's incredible. The pentagrid link was the key. Yeah, I'm up here. I know where you are. Do you know what time it is? Oh, I'm picking up the most amazing signals, Harriet. That new pento that... Harvey, I'm going out. I need some money. You wouldn't believe the signals. I'm broke. Listen, listen. This is Antarctica. Hey? It's clear as a bell. Will you shut that stupid machine off? Uh, This means everything to me and not a damn thing to you. I just can't fathom why you Short can't... wave's your problem, Harvey, not mine. Now, once more, I need cab fare. But listen, listen, can you hear that? It's the other end of the world. Shut it off. Look, this is my big day. Oh, where's that blasted switch? I brought in the other end of the world. And what about this end? Your big discovery going to make any money? I'm very proud of what I've done, Harriet. You should be, too. Is there any future in it? Well, it's taken so long. All scientists, inventors need time What's before they... What's it worth? Uh, is dinner ready? I called you five times. Yeah, I guess I uh, didn't hear you. All you ever hear is your stupid shortwave radio. 
Other men have hobbies. You have a terminal disease. Why did you bother to come up here, Harriet? It's my volunteer night. Sick kids hospital. Well, I can give you five, I guess. <laughs> the last of the big time spenders. It's not another new dress. Well, you can go around looking like welfare if you want, but not me. How did you pay for it? Master charge. Harriet, I can't cover what you've charged already. They threatened to garnish you my salary. I'll be fired. Fired? Who'd notice? They'd notice. You haven't got the ambition of a mole. Yeah, what do you think my shortwave experiments are all about? Bringing in green Yeah, well, stick around. I might surprise you. Twenty-seven years ago, I married a poor bookkeeper with big dreams. Now what have I got? A poor bookkeeper, period. Who knows how to live within his means. Don't get smart with me, Harvey. I could have you thrown out of this house. You could do. I talked to a lawyer last week. She told me oh, there'd no, be no, no problem. No, damn it. This is my house. Belong to my father. Come out of the dark ages, Harvey. I know my rights. Yes, so look who's liberated. And if you don't watch your step, I'll liberate you from half your savings, half your pension, and all of your house. I've spent the best years of my life with you. Randy, old I've sow. I'll do to the it bone too, sooner you. or later. Well, this poor bookkeeper has one big dream left. Putting his hands around your throat. Oh, if only there was a way to kill you without getting caught. What are you doing with that hammer? I've squandered my life Harriet, on you. Harriet, put that down. You and your damn shortwave disease. Don't throw it. Harriet! My radio! Do you know how much blood and sweat went into the... No, you selfish slob! It means my nothing I wish to you. I'd aim it at your skull! Harriet, just how dumb do you think I am? Volunteer work at Sick Kids. You're off to meet your retread man of the world again. Big romantic stuff. Sagging matron beds, overweight widower. <laughs> Let's see how much damage you've done. Jeez, oh, you bent the new crossover. God knows what else is broken inside. We'll have to start all over. Nothing. Wait a minute. Maybe if I rotate the crossover. Acceptance of a new project which Mayor Farnham unveiled Mayor today. Farnham. Expropriation of the lakefront warehouses will That's begin later this month, with construction to start early next year. How can I be getting local news on the show? June 16th. The frequency and amplitude are totally incompatible. You can't bend the laws of physics. Something must really be broken. Tuesday. He said Tuesday the 16th. How can the... He said Tuesday. Harriet! Harriet, what day is it? The sink, Harriet, wait. What day is today? Oh, for God's sake, it's Monday. Thank you. It's a great thought. Monday the 15th. Harvey, get your head examined. It is Monday the 15th. I must be hearing things. <laughs> Today, the winner was Jack Morris Morris Races. Paying 1780. 1780? Is that for a two dollar bet? 
wish I knew more about racing. It's unbelievable. It's Wednesday, but I'm hearing Thursday. There must be a scientific explanation. Why can't I see it? Hey, Mark Cody. Oh, go away. You sat in there? What do you want, Philip? What kind of welcome is that for a neighbor with an extra ticket for tomorrow's game? Yeah, no, sorry, I, I have got a lot of work to do. You've been up here all week. Never out of this garage. Look, I, I'm, I'm busy. How much fun can a guy have listening to the radio? <laughs> You'd be surprised. Even Einstein took a night off. Einstein? Wait, the wait a Yankees minute. are playing. I made 160 bucks last time they were in town. Einstein. All a lot easier than selling yeah. electrical supplies. The theory of relativity. Einstein said time bends back on itself. Terrific, Harvey. What do you say? On another plane, this moment in time has already passed. Without the warp, the future is today. The bend Harriet made in my crossover might precisely counterbalance the bend in the time warp. Hey, Harvey, I'm talking to you. Hey, leave me alone, Philip. I have to think. Well, pardon me. By sheer accident. But why not? The future is today. Uh, good night, Philip. You pot-bellied man of the world. What's the matter? Uh, would you mind giving me the number of your bookmaker? I can't give out his name. What the hell am I doing? Security, you know. Come on, Philip. What is this? I can, uh, I can place bets for you, though, Harv. Well, thanks, but I keep money cards close to my chest. Yeah, well, uh, I can have the guy call you. Fine, But thanks. I don't get it, Harvey. You're not a betting man. Uh, I am now, Philip. You bet I am. Now. A spokesman for the Prime Minister's office said today. On the local scene, Frank Marcucci, reputed underworld figure, was gunned down late this afternoon outside his Queen Street Tavern. Police say they have no lead to... That's it. That's the chance. If I know the future, maybe I can change it. Undo what's already happened or, or what's about to happen. <laughs> Don't call me Harvey. Call me God. Marcucci. Yeah, here. Marcucci's Tavern. He's warned he should be able to escape. Lord, the possibilities this opens up for old plot along Harvey. What the hell's going on? Yeah, what the hell do you mean, breaking in here? I'm trying to place a bet with Rooney tonight. You know what he told me? He's cut me off. Why? Because you've taken him for 23 grand in two weeks. Yeah, it's beginner's luck, fella. $23,000. That's impossible. Not according to Rooney. I want to know how you did it. Huh? I mean, come on, Harvey. Uh, we're, we're, we're pals, huh? Look, I've uh, got an important call to make. But I... Alone. Don't turn that radio on. I've got a headache. I have to hear the news. 
Don't you get enough racket on that stupid set upstairs? The minister's office said today. On the local scene, Frank Marcucci reputed as useless anyway. You can't do anything about it. This afternoon outside Shut up, Harry. Tavern. Police say I they said have no I have a headache. How dare you tell me to shut up? Is it not that I anyway. have to listen to that stupid rating upstairs and turn the one on in the kitchen? Maybe the future can't be changed. Just used as is. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not important enough to make the news. Well, the first priority is dollars and cents. And then, Harriet, it's your turn. Don't worry about it, Phil. Oh, you're just tired. Now you're working too hard. Well, I'm, not, I'm not worried about that. Well, good. I want to know how he's doing it. Who? Doing what? You mean he hasn't told you? Harvey? All I want to know is how come he quit his job. You're his wife, for God's sake. How does he think we're going to survive? What kind of a husband is he, anyway? Not letting you know. He's not a man. He's a mole. Mm, damn lucky mole. <laughs> Phil, baby, what are you going on about? Look, if, if anyone can find out, Harriet, you can, you know. I have the faintest idea what he's doing or how he's doing it. Listen, now listen, if we play our cards right, you and I will have a very rich future. Oh, wonderful, Phil. But right now... We've got some unfinished business. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and on the Toronto Stock Exchange, Can North Petroleum led all gainers today as news of a Beaufort Sea discovery sparked an 11 point rise. Can North Feet. Ah, yeah. Twenty-seven and seven-eighths, so a thousand shares would be... Yes? I brought you a cup of tea. Oh? Earl Grey. Your favorite. Thank you, but I don't really... Well, we've been fighting so much lately, I... I've said some awful things I didn't mean. I don't see how... I'm trying to make up, Harvey. Why? Because there are no chocolate cookies to go with the tea. Harriet, what is this tea ceremony all about? We're both still pretty young, Harvey. Maybe we could start all over. I could give up Sick Children's Hospital, if you know what I mean. Maybe we could take a trip. A trip? On master charge? It's not too late for us, Harvey. You mean this poor bookkeeper's getting respectable? Harvey, don't make me feel even worse. Awfully sorry, Harriet. We've got to think of the future. (laughs) Oh, I spend a lot of time thinking about the future, Harriet. Mine. And yours. I wanted to kill him, making me grovel like a... Maybe that's the only way. What do you mean? Would you miss him? You're not planning to... It's the only crack I'll ever have at that kind of money. But, Phil, that's crazy. he's not going to cheat me out of it. Phil, 
I'm still his wife. And we won't be worth a red cent till you're his widow. still be entitled to half. Besides, skipping out wouldn't be playing the game, would it? Maybe I can find something just right for the two of you. Hmm. What if I readjust the setting? Being withheld pending notification of next of kin. Tragedy of a different sort. Tragedy with a ray of hope occurred last night in suburban Brentwood when Harvey John Beasley was... God. Me? How? When? What day am I hearing? Come on, damn it. Cross the back. The news for Wednesday, September 19th. Tomorrow. Stay tuned now for more music on. God, I don't want to die. Maybe I changed the setting. Maybe it wasn't tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, I changed the setting. Yeah, it could be 20 years from now. There's no way to tell. How do I protect myself from a death with no date? safe here. Oh, my God. It's fused to the cabinet. If I touched that set, I'd have been fried. But what could short it out like that? No, it's not possible. Unless, unless someone... Of course, Philip. Know how. The two of them are after my money. But I did it. I changed the future. I'm still alive. Though you won't be much longer, Harriet. The game for keeps begins in earnest. And here is the evening news. coming here in broad daylight? I had to tell someone. Living with him since we tried to... I can't stand okay, it. Okay, take it easy. Why Why were you going to a paint store of all places? For Harvey. He insisted. Just so thankful I was late. What do you mean, late? To pick up a can of paint? He said the owner was expecting me at 4.30 sharp. Which is when the store went up in flames, right? Mm-hmm. Well, in this 
grimy little chase, the next move is mine. That's twice you've missed me. The electrical trick got closer than that tripwire with the two steps taken out of the cellar stairs. <laughs> Come on, let's get professional, Harriet. Still, what if I haven't cheated the Grim Reaper? Death with no date. What if you two should get lucky? It's possible, isn't it? I think I'd like to leave a monument of some kind. Of course, a monument to the future. I should have the number here. Oh, Harriet, I know you'll appreciate this. <laughs> that is, if you're still around. <laughs> Hospital. I'd like to speak to the administrator, please. Bill, let's stop and think about this. We can't stop now. He knows we did it. And he knows we'll try again. He'll be waiting. Well, it's him or us. Take your pick. Bill. Yeah? You won't... You won't leave me after it's over. Oh, I won't leave you. <laughs> You sure? Word of honor. Oh, Phil, that makes me feel so much better. Not better or worse, we're a pair. No, a trio. You and me and Harvey's money. Time's running out. Plots are a bound spokesman to get for the UN confirmed today that UNICEF no, and the World Sunday. Health Organization will coordinate relief Death, efforts. No date. Tragedy struck on Lake Ontario today when a small excursion boat belonging to Southern Boat Tours exploded about five miles from Toronto Harbor. There were no survivors. No, survivors. no explanation for the blast has That's been given. It. And That's names perfect. of the dead are being withheld pending notification of next of kin. Tragedy of a different sort. Tragedy with a ray of hope occurred last night. Yes, I'd like to reserve three seats on tomorrow's Lake Ontario cruise. The name is Harvey Beasley. Where are you going? I have to pick something up. At this hour? Yeah, you'll never guess, Harriet. Our luck is changing. What? I finally won something. No kidding? Yeah, I bought a travel draw and won some tickets for the lake excursion tomorrow. Lake excursion? Well, you always wanted to take that cruise, so... Harvey, wait a minute. I, I want to talk I to you. I don't have time. I can't go on like this. I want to start over. Harriet, I've got less than an hour. We've got some security now and some money for the future. Oh? What? How do you know that? All that matters is... That we catch that boat tomorrow. We do need more time together. Invite Philip. Philip? Yeah. 
Why? Uh, tell him it's uh, about a juicy business proposition. One he can really sink himself into. All right, Harvey. That's the way you want it. We'll go on your little cruise. But you won't be coming back. I still can't believe it. Uh, it's all over but the shouting. <laughs> He's gone, Phil. He... He's actually dead. That's damn nice of him, too, saving us the trouble. Only we'd get our hands on the money. Oh, don't worry, it has to turn up. What a great feeling. No more worries. Uh, I'm just afraid I'll never find out his secret. Seems he took it with him. But he must have been uh, tapped into the future, huh? If he had been, he wouldn't have run in front of that car. Oh, it was horrible. Uh, he wouldn't have been so eager to go on that boat cruise. Hold it. Why was he so anxious for me to go along? On a boat that was going to blow up. Oh, don't talk about it. And what about the paint store fire? Stop it. Nobody can see into the future. You saw his stock portfolio up in the attic. He bought into everything at exactly the right time. And now it's all mine. After all these years, the mole finally paid off. All ours, you mean, huh? Oh, yeah. You want a sandwich? No, I want to hear what's happening in this very rich world of ours. No reason for the blast has been given, and the names of the dead are Shut being that withheld thing pending off. notification. Radios of remind me of Harvey. Tragedy of Radio. a different sort. Tragedy with a ray of hope occurred last night in suburban Brentwood when Harvey John Beasley was struck and killed by a well, car at least while he made the news. in front of his house. This morning. Donald Anderson, administrator of Sick Children's Hospital, announced that Mr. Beasley had bequeathed his entire estate of $348,000 to equip a new operating room in what will be what? now known as the Harvey Beasley Way. What? That dirty, black, miserable mole! $348,000! It's all gone! He left me nothing! Nothing! You're all I've got. Yeah, now, uh, wait a second, Harriet. Uh, oh, yes, you did leave me something, Harvey. Up in your attic. Harriet, what do you, what do you... The radio. Harriet, wait. A damn shortwave disease. Wait, Harriet. <laughs> The radio's got to be the answer. Let go of me. Give me that hammer. Get away from oh. me. Jesus, you're going crazy. Let me have that radio. Oh, oh, that's uh, Harvey's uh, cancer. That short wave. Harriet, that radio Harriet, warped him. So give the United Way. The disease out of you, Harvey. And now, here are the news for Thursday, September 20th. Did you hear that? I'll never hear this bloody radio again. Future, he gave away my future. That announcer. He said Thursday, the 20th. That's tomorrow. 
Harvey's disease robbed me of my future. That was it? There's no future. That was it, you fat, stupid bitch. Lying on the floor. Look at it, in pieces. He stole my future. No future. He stole my future. He stole my future. just heard A Shortwave Goodbye by George R. Robertson. Featured tonight were Arch McDonald as Harvey, Maxine Miller as Harriet, and Bud Knapp as Philip, with John Stalker as the newscaster, and Elva May Hoover played the receptionists. Our recording engineers are Ray Falsick and John Jessup, with sound effects by Bill Robinson. Our story editor is Earl Toppings, with the production assistance of Mina Callahan. Nightfall is produced and directed for CBC Radio by Bill Howell. And now, here's a final word from your host. Hello again. Next week's Nightfall features a new adaptation of a story that has always had a special place in my heart. Whenever his pale blue eye fell on me, my blood ran cold. And so by degrees, very gradually... I made up my mind to take the life of the old man and thus rid myself of the eye forever. It was an evil eye, but Weatherby was very kind to me. No one had been this kind. It was too much to bear. You fancy me mad. Mad men know nothing. But you should have seen how wisely I proceeded, with what caution, with what foresight, with what dissimulation I went to work. Edgar Allan Poe's The Telltale Heart, adapted for radio by Len Peterson and starring Richard Monette. Next week on Nightfall. Until then, careful of the edge. <gasps> That's our strange tale for this week. Hope you enjoyed it. You can find more from Nightfall at RelicRadio.com alongside past episodes of this show, all the others, and everything else Relic Radio. You can donate through the website as well. It's how this is all made possible. We have no advertising, so your support is the fuel that keeps us going every week. Thanks to those who have helped out. Thanks for joining me today. Talk to you again next Sunday with another episode of Relic Radio's Strange Tales. Strange Tales.